Good day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Al Watkins, and this is Watkins Word, the voice from the heartland for the hearts and minds of America, coming to you from the banks of the Mississippi River and the gateway to the west, beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. Watkins Word Studios sitting high atop the esteemed law offices of Codner, Watkins, and Klecker remain home to the show, committed to providing you with insight into and knowledge of the events and issues of the day. A lot of folks... A lot of folks are fans of James Bond. We all know him, you know, Bond, James Bond. He was a fictitious fellow. He was, like the song of the 60s, a secret agent man. He walked with a swagger to women throughout the world. They knew, they just knew by looking at him that he was hung like a Russian racehorse. And he got lucky, too. Being a room service waiter has its ups and downs, especially in a high-rise hotel. Speaking from a position of personal knowledge, a room service waiter takes orders primarily from groggy, hungover businessmen who seek something greasy, something greasy to abate the pounding between their ears. Room service waiters serve hotel guests who, when they greet you at the door, are generally in various states of disarray. Businessmen have their hand lotion on the bedside table and a glossy magazine spread out on the bed. The acrid odor of bad hygiene and foul breath pervade the air. But that comes with the territory. That's part of the job. In fact, that is the job. Put food, the correct food, as ordered, on a tray and carry it up to someone who does not want to carry themselves down to the food. It's not complicated. Combine the secret agent man with the room service waiter and you get the secret service. Secret service folks are usually trained. They jump in front of bullets. President Reagan lived because this happened. These folks are serious folks. They are hardcore. They wear sunglasses a lot, they talk into their wrists, and they wear earplugs pretty much all the time. They trend toward dark attire. The Secret Service has one job, to protect the president. It's not complicated either. There's one president. Everyone knows what he looks like. Everyone knows where he lives. Everyone knows his schedule. Again, it's not complicated. Like a room service waiter, a secret service waiter or agent does just that. He waits. He waits for the president. And when the president is on the move, he too is on the move. A secret service waiter watches out for suspicious folks. These agents guard the White House and hang out on rooftops with high-powered weapons to protect our president. Like him or not, he is our president. Odds are he's a likable fellow. A lot of people voted for him, not once, but twice. The director of the Secret Service is kind of like the head waiter. Coordinate and orchestrate the meal. Keep the president safe when he is on the move and keep him safe when he's standing still and certainly keep him safe when he's sleeping. That's three scenarios. Awake and moving, awake and staying still, asleep. This is not complicated. Being the head waiter or the director of the Secret Service is an appointed position, appointed by the man who's being protected, our president. This go-around, our president appointed a lady by the name of Julie Pearson. She's been a waiter with the Secret Service for 30 years. She used to be a cop in Orlando, Florida. 
She looks a little worse for the wear lately, a bit bloated. This may be a function of the amount of food she eats and the absence of exercise, but it also might be a function of the fact that she essentially got fired recently. Technically, she formally resigned her position. By the way, the Secret Service is now part of the Homeland Security in the United States. I say that because Homeland Security conjures up images of the heartland of America, where Homeland Security means we embrace our rights to bear arms and use them when need be. But evidently, Julie didn't get that. She propounds gun control, gun control, and more gun control. Julie was brought into clean house when the Secret Service agents in that little South American country called Colombia were discovered to be whoremongering in their hotel rooms while waiting for the president. Now that sounds a bit like James Bond. In fact, given the setting, you can see yet more similarities between the Secret Service and room service. At the end of the day, Julie took the hit because, because some fellow with a knife climbed over the White House fence, got into the White House, and was deep in the bowels of the White House before the distinguished Secret Service personnel got their man. Oh, yeah. And then there was the incident involving a security contractor hired by the Secret Service. This fellow was a convicted felon. Oh, yeah. And he was armed. With a gun. And interestingly, somehow, this armed fellow, felon, ended up taking an elevator ride with the president inches away. Again, you can't blame Julie per se, but maybe, just maybe, she wasn't on top of her game. Maybe she didn't have that swagger that James Bond had. We all, of course, can assume with safety that her loinage did not resemble that of a Russian racehorse. Perhaps, with a little time off, perhaps she should consider a career in room service. I'm Al Watkins. That was Watkins' word, the final word. Until tomorrow.